0: I'm C.S. Song, KPFA's associate theater critic. And my guest in studio is Joni McBrien, who directs Kings, a play by Sarah Burgess now being presented by Shotgun Players in Berkeley through June 16th. Welcome, Joni.
1: Thank you. Thank you for having me.
0: So there are four characters in this play two lobbyists named Kate and Lauren, and two politicians a young, idealistic, new congresswoman from Texas and a kind of entrenched U.S. senator from the same state, from Texas. How do the lives of these four people intersect?
1: The lobbyists in the play have been working with the longtime senator, John McDowell, for some time. And one of the lobbyists, Lauren, has been at his side for many years and has become quite successful as a result of their relationship. The young Congresswoman, Sydney Millsap, wins a special election, so she's new to Congress, she's new to the politics of Washington, D.C., and she has become very popular. She was very popular in winning her special election, and so the lobbyists are very eager to get her on their side, and to also begin working some deals for their clients. And what they discover is that Congresswoman Sidney Millsap has her own ideas of how things should change, and she's particularly disgusted with the way that money has corrupted politics. Senator John McDowell is the senior member of her party, and he is... Very protective of how things have been progressing for many years, and he's very protective of the party. So he tries his best to convince the new congresswoman that if she plays by the rules, it will be better for all of them. However, she does have different ideas about how money and politics should work for us all.
0: What do we know about what motivated the playwright Sarah Burgess to? write this play on this particular topic.
1: Sarah Burgess actually lives in Washington, D.C. So she's very familiar with that world. And she happened to read an article about an event that lobbyists were going to be attending in Washington, D.C. And she actually found the description, hilarious, the way that lobbyists had to attend these types of events, the types of rules and regulations that are mentioned in the play that are actually true, one of which is that lobbyists can provide essentially canapes, small appetizers, but it's illegal to provide a full meal to a politician because that would be considered corrupt. Mm. But what's interesting about the timing of the piece is that Sarah Burgess wrote this play in early 2016. So the play was written before the presidential election and of course also before the midterm elections that recently brought in so many new female members of congress as well
0: when many people think about lobbying they think about people who they try and prevail upon politicians to to get their way right to have a certain piece of legislation passed or rejected um this play brings in the the topic or the phenomenon of fundraising to a large degree and so how is that tied to you know somebody just simply wanting a certain politician to go along with her or his constituents?
1: The fundraising is also a very key component in the play and a key issue that Sarah Burgess is exploring in the piece, particularly with the incredible amount that politicians are required to raise, each and every individual politician has a fundraising goal, and the amount of time that politicians are required to spend on the fundraising as opposed to actually working on legislation is really quite staggering. One of the things that is fascinating for me about the play is the way that Sarah Burgess creates arguments that are very compelling on all sides of the issue. So in the opening scene, we hear from Kate, the lobbyist, that she almost has a lobbyist bill of rights, if you will. She talks about all of the good things that lobbyists can do for the system in terms of really investigating the legislation, working hard to get things passed, making things easier for politicians. That's one argument. And then you also have another argument in terms of fundraising that comes from Senator John McDowell, which is also interesting in light of our current political situation. The senator says that the fundraising is very important because that allows members from all different walks of life to be part of Congress. And he makes the point that he's the son of an oil field mechanic. He didn't originally come from money. However, because of the fundraising that he was allowed to then progress through and become a United States senator. So there's a question of whether the fundraising is an important component. Is it just that it has become far too much of a component. Because again, interesting that the play was written before the previous election, because another argument that comes out is whether we really want only people that are able to fund their own campaigns entirely to run for office. So Sarah Burgess does a really interesting job of creating multiple points of view. And all of these characters have very compelling arguments at different points in the play.
0: Is this play, do you think, and I've seen another Sarah Burgess play, Dry Powder, and that kind of opened a window into a phenomenon or an arena that people rarely get to have access to. Do you see this play, Kings, as primarily being about opening a window onto kind of lobbying and fundraising and politics and idealism and, you know, people who've been around for a while and are used to the way things have been going, or is it somehow about hammering home a message, a message about you know, innocence and the lack of it, about what's right and wrong with our political system?
1: I actually think that it can be both. In terms of the idea of money corrupting politics, I think that's something that most people would Agree upon, perhaps, especially in uh, the Bay Area. However, seeing all of the ways in which money is so prominent in the process may be something that people hadn't considered before. But I really, uh, ultimately, I would love for this piece to be nothing less than a call to action. Uh, it's one of the things that we included in the program for the play of that. I think that there is a little bit of complacency or feeling so overwhelmed. Yes, money has corrupted politics. We're not sure what to do. What can we do? And the play makes it also very clear Show up and vote. That is in your power. When was the last time you contacted your local, state, federal representatives? So I think that, for me, there's also a call to action in the, pl- in the play that, yes, we have a very troubled system. There are arguments on both sides. Should we work within the system, or should we actually work on reforming the system? Those are all very key components, but I think mostly... We want people to come away with a sense of a new knowledge about how the system works, and then the inspiration or the capability of actually taking some action.
0: Joni McBrien joins me. She directs the current Shotgun Players production of Kings. It's a play by Sarah Burgess, now at the Ashby Stage in Berkeley through June 16th. For more information and for tickets, you can call 510-841-6500, extension 303, or visit shotgunplayers.org. Joni has been a Shotgun Players artistic company member and dramaturg since 2001, and the company's director of development since 2004. There's wonderful wordplay in this play, and, you know, I'm trying to be able to describe all of the the different ways in which words are used. I mean, framing, right? They're, oh, well, but but this, someone expresses an opinion, but then that maybe the lobby says, but look at it this way. So it's kind of that kind of, look at it in a different light, given these considerations. There's also a lot of euphemism being thrown around, just kind of, uh, I don't know, I would call it almost kind of meaningless small talk that is designed to maybe... Uh, fend off someone's criticism of a certain stance, how much fun is it to work on a play and direct a play where, you know, the words are just so important and the way things are phrased can really affect or not affect, depending on how resistant the other person is to someone's argument. It can affect uh, the whole tenor and direction of a conversation.
1: We definitely had A wonderful time exploring many different options throughout the rehearsal process with the language and we also spent a good amount of time just literally going through the script making sure that everybody understood what all the terminology is throughout the piece and Sarah Burgess also really did her own research. The Carried Interest Fairness Act, for instance, which is mentioned several times in the piece is something that actually does exist. it's something that has not moved forward. So all of the ins and outs and who's on the right committee those are all things that Sarah Burgess is very specific with in the piece. One of the scenes that was certainly a tremendous amount of fun in terms of exploration and staging was also the debate scene between Senator John McDowell and Congresswoman Sidney Millsap and the ways in which, Political debates can very quickly go awry when someone makes just a small misstep and working on how to get the pacing just right so that you can see things begin to spiral out of control. When someone misuses a word, misuses a phrase, you can see how someone suddenly is very uncomfortable and then the opponent essentially moves in uh, to make their final argument. It was definitely a tremendous amount of fun to explore during rehearsals.
0: Carried Interest Fairness Act, can you just give a a brief encapsulation of what it is?
1: The Carried Interest Fairness Act is a bill to eliminate a tax loophole for certain types of hedge funds. Right now, the amount of tax that is paid is 20%, but the Carried Interest Fairness Act would close the loophole so that the amount would actually increase to 37%. And so there's quite a lot of arguments in the piece about whether it's a good piece of legislation, because it would close this loophole, even though it targets very specific types of fund managers. And there's a wonderful phrase that is brought out in the piece in regard to this act because a lobbyist tries to convince the congresswoman that the act shouldn't pass because it ultimately will make donors very unhappy. But she gives the congresswoman a piece of advice, which is that she can simply say that she appreciates the intent of the act, but unfortunately, it does not go far enough. And there's a phrase in political circles for this type of action, which is called broadening a bill to death, so that you can simply say that the specific act does not go far enough, but you can protect yourself by saying that you appreciate the intent. What's fascinating to me after working on this piece, uh, I'm so very aware now in both our local and you know, national politics of how often this tactic is used for politicians say, to say that, well, they simply couldn't vote on a particular proposition because they felt it just didn't go far enough. And I realized, ah, you're actually broadening the proposition to death.
0: Yeah, this play, Kings, is is good for... Among many other things, decoding what's coming out of uh, politicians' mouths at times. Um, so you are a veteran dramaturg, and I imagine that requires a lot of uh, research and investigation. And I wonder, as a director, how much did you encourage or get the actors to to do that kind of like uh, additional research, maybe? you know not just look at the words of the script but but kind of investigate further into the phenomenon that they're addressing the scenario the uh, arenas that they're they're supposed to be a part of
1: months before rehearsals began i actually did quite a bit of research that i shared with the cast on not only the terminology but things that were also happening Politically, I shared also campaign speeches by some of the new members of Congress that were elected in 2018, also shared some campaign ads, also shared a lot of information about lobbyists, including a specific firm that is a female lobbying firm. So I shared all of that with the actors, and then they also jumped in and then added their own information. One of the more outlandish scenes in the play takes place at a Disney World resort where the senator is forced to be on a fundraising trip And one of the things that the actor Don Wood, who portrays the senator, uh, he did his own bit of research, which included a character breakfast that he found on YouTube at the Disney World Orlando Resort (laughs) that he was able to share with the cast. So people, the actors also had quite a bit of fun doing their research and also the designers did as well. The designers also did quite a bit of research since all of the locations in the play are actual locations. So the set designer, the projection designer, sound designer, light designer, all did quite a bit of research into what would set the tone for each scene of the piece.
0: The play is Kings. The play is by Sarah Burgess. It is directed by my guest Joni McBrien. It's at the Ashby Stage in Berkeley. It's staged by Shotgun Players. It runs through June 16th. We haven't even talked about the the name of the play, right? Because we have two lobbyists, as we've said. We have a young politician new to Washington. We have a veteran politician, the U.S. senator. So who are the kings? I would
1: love to leave that open for interpretation to the audience. Are the kings actually the politicians? Are the kings actually the lobbyists who have such a tremendous amount of power? How do audience members interpret who is the real king?
0: There is a suggestion, and it's made in a very pointed way, that lobbyists hang around, right? That politicians may come and go, but lobbyists will be doing their work and plying their trade long after some of these politicians have gone back to uh, civilian life.
1: Yes, that's definitely one of the... Arguments that comes very early in the piece when the congresswoman is trying to make a point about the corruption in politics and that part of the corruption does include the lobbyists. That is when Kate, one of the lobbyists, responds with what she sees as her role at the time. She believes it to be perhaps an honorable role as a lobbyist. What's interesting is as the play progresses, we do notice that there is a change that occurs in how Kate, the lobbyist, begins to understand her role in politics.
0: Joni, do you have what you think is a distinctive style of directing?
1: Because my background is that of a dramaturg, I'm definitely very, very connected to words and to the text. And so whereas some directors are definitely more interested in exploring things through physicality or through movement, for me, I'm drawn to pieces that... Uh, I really enjoy wordplay. I enjoy things that are very thorny in terms of the textual landscape of a piece, and that really drives how I approach a play. I'm very interested in how the words drive
0: the piece and how the words drive the intention. Joni McBrien. She directs the current Shotgun Players production of Kings in Berkeley. The play is written by Sarah Burgess and you can check it out at the Ashby Stage in Berkeley through June 16th. Again, for more information and for tickets, you can call 510-841-6500 extension 303 or you can visit shotgunplayers.org. Joni, I enjoyed this play. Congratulations and best wishes for the rest of the run.
1: Great. Thanks so much. Thanks very much for having me.
0: And I'm C.S. Song on Bay Area Theater for KPFA.